0: Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative Imbalance podcast. Like always, I'm your host Sean Siriani, and we got a great episode for you today because my guest today is somebody who's been around the Toronto hip-hop scene for a long time. He's built such a big legacy and gained so much respect from all his peers from back in the day being in Notes to Self, to right now, his crew, BBRC. And right now, he has released his new and first solo album called Unrequited. The man I'm talking about is my pal, Roshan. And yeah, Roshan is just such a special guy. And um, I've known him for a bit. And it was actually really cool to dive into his history which i did not know about and throughout this interview i kind of learned a little bit about the hip-hop scene in the earlier years and we just have this really deep talk and it's really nice and um he mentions he's been rapping since he's a teenager and what's really interesting even though uh he's built like such a name and legacy he mentions with his new solo album he really found his voice we're gonna dive into that and just uh Talk about just the freedom and vulnerability of just expressing your true voice and finding that into your work and... Yeah, that's just something that takes time. But I can keep reflecting on it. You're going to hear it in the interview. Also, what's adorable about this interview, (laughs) he even says it. um, He asked me if uh, if any of my other interviews have been this spastic uh, because there's multiple times um, his uh, connection was – he was actually losing connection. But uh, I edited all those parts out and I think I chopped up a really nice piece and – even unfortunately the connect, like right near the end his connection was getting like really bad and uh there was like these delays i think i fixed the delays for the listener to i kind of patched like some things we said closer together and um it's a great podcast but there there was a lot more we could have talked about i feel like i got the beginning of his history and where he's at now but there's a huge middle part we didn't talk about with uh his affiliation with uh, BBRC, but that's okay because that means I can just get him on the show down the road and we can do a part two to this episode because Roshan's always the most pleasant guy to talk to. And before we get into this one, I want to apologize for everybody on the Patreon. I've been kind of neglecting you with content, but um, I got something really special um, coming your way real soon and I hope that can make it up to you because fuck man I appreciate all the support you guys have been giving me um it means more than I can even say so thank you and uh and yeah yeah I'm gonna actually send all you a private message in the next week or two and let you know what's going on with that and um and yeah so that's all I got to say right now. We are going to get into this. So, without further ado, here's Roshan coming at you
1: right now.
0: thing i was thinking about today talking to you um there's so much of your story um i don't even know actually let's, i'm gonna just jump right into this because we're about roll. to let's get roll. good but um yeah but yeah like um even like i noticed like when i moved to toronto uh like immediately the hip-hop scene embraced me and i can't like thank all of you guys enough but i was almost like at the beginning oversaturated with talent around me to the point yeah. where I haven't like, like I remember meeting you, but it took like a while before I started like to check out your music. But um, all around me, when people would mention you, like uh, when you weren't in the room, like people would always big up you. And like lots of the battlers, like even before you started judging uh, King of the Dot, uh, mentioned yeah. that they were actually like huge fans of you and like uh, really,
2: that feel all types of special thanks yeah yeah i know because I you love that well, that's scene what so love much. man battle rap is is like is like one of those things that for me i kind of stay i keep it i like to keep, have it in my life but at the same point people like, why don't you battle and it's like there's a large extent of it is like when you love something like that like i don't want to make this big part of my like happiness go away and become a stress i'm incredibly anxious as a person as is so like if I had a battle in two, three months, like all I would be thinking about is killing somebody, but it doesn't mean that like I, I you know, so you can't make music in the same way as what I'm getting at, I guess. But, uh, but I don't know, this is a, there, it, that, there's a weird, real happiness I get from when battlers like, like my music, because it's like, there's usually got to be at least a depth of lyrics, you know what I mean, because that's all battling is to some extent.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you're just such like uh even though you don't battle you're a big staple in the toronto scene and it's movement and everything uh you go yeah man. and uh i want to mention too like the moment when i was like holy fuck i need to do the, the roshan deep dive was um we did that one cypher in um in the shoe store
2: oh yes they were um,
0: i remember filming and like i think i known you for like maybe 2 years at this time or whatever and we always just have casual like very pleasant small talk and then you started rapping and i remember like feeling like goosebumps and then after i approached you and i was like man that was really good and you were like kind of casually like oh thank you i'm like no ma- no man that was that was fucking good <laughs> like like i, I <laughs> like you kind of like blew my mind and um that's when i when i started um listening to like your stuff and like following it more yeah. but i've known like prior to that you've been doing this for a very long time
2: and yeah i've been rapping since i was 13 years old man like yeah. and like i've been in the i started in notes to self my first rap group when i was 17 i'm at uh elixir's house right now who's uh another founding member well not founding neither of us are founding members eh? yeah yeah sure we just joined at the same time
1: yeah. we just
2: jumped into that circus of, of one whims- whimsicalness no like yeah like notes yeah. self is like i got on my hat still like this is this is this is the crew from, from time uh and like that was my introduction into the game so i've definitely been like around for a while but sometimes you i feel like you put in it's not even necessarily like some 10,000 hour shit there's like to some extent like i've been there and way way plus but like I just feel like I'm at a point in my life where I'm figuring out how to say what I want and in the way I want.
0: I think we lost Roshan. Oh no. Now
2: I'm on the Wi-Fi over
0: here. Okay, cool. Cool. Now you're
2: looking at the yeah. I, I remember where you
0: left off before, uh, this, uh, this cut out, but, uh, you basically, uh, you were, you, you mentioned um, how you started with uh, notes to self uh, when you were like a teenager. And you were talking about how um, as you got older, you're figuring out how to, how to say things like the way you want, yeah. all those like and, I, and everything. I think
2: so. I think like a lot of that for, for me was like on this last album, Unrequited, which is my first, it's my solo album. It's my first one I've ever had. And like a big, big part of it was like there's stuff that you want to say that is incredibly personal and maybe isn't something that you're going to, everyone's going to relate to in the same topic. Uh, and like being able to do that, came out in a way where I ended up singing like a lot more than I expected. You know what I mean? Like I just sort of was making this music. And the first thing we did, I think on the album was You Up. And then we did At My Parents Again, like a weekend later. And like, it just kind of like both of those songs started with me playing a keyboard line and singing a melody and then writing it while my boy Jules was producing the whole thing. So like uh, it ended up just kind of feeling that way. I feel like I was saying is like, I feel like I'm kind of in my prime as far as like being able to do what I want. Um, and being open to trying like all of this stuff
0: yeah definitely and it's jumping
2: genres and shit right
0: yeah yeah i was gonna say too um it's um like with the beats and everything it's it's uh it's pretty cool because it does feel like it jumps genres but it still makes sense like uh i I made a little note here like like name and number it kind of sounds like it's from the 80s like I was like yeah. expecting like <laughs> Bill yeah. Collins to hop in on the course or something but uh, but there's like there's all these like different like little grooves and and moves. and even like you got like a little like a rock flavor here and there too in it but at the same time uh, it matches so well with your voice and it just kind of has this uh, this raw authentic feeling to it that, that I get when I listen to it which is is fucking amazing.
2: Man, I, I appreciate that so much, man. Like, name and number is one of those ones. It's the only one that I fuck up when I'm trying to perform and stuff. Sometimes, <laughs> you know I mean, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. like meet me at this place. Now, this Canadian thing. Now, this can, I have, There's like a bunch of repeat words, so it's like always one of the harder ones to learn. Also, like, been kind of when you start singing, and then all of a sudden it's like, now really rap, and you're like, Oh fuck, all right, I gotta do this. Yeah. Um, but but it's uh, you know, those are those are vibe tracks. Like my influences in writing a lot of this album, I leaned on like the stuff I came up on, which is like Weezer and Pumpkins and that kind of stuff. And then like a lot of my favorite music is like, especially 80s music is like in that kind of like same sensibility is like, yeah, Phil Collins or like, you know what I mean? Like either like my favorite 80s song ever is Lose Your Love Outfield. You know what I mean? And like, that's, that's like when I play keys, I'm I'm, I'm literally just thinking of Super Tramp. (laughs)
1: i'm not
2: i'm not good at keys but it's like that's kind of like end ends up being the way that i play and then people have hit me up and been like yo the song sounds like reminds me of super tramp and i'm like it's (laughs) okay fire you know what i mean like i pulled it off um but like yeah like i don't know it's 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 fun doing it too right because i don't have like a huge huge background in in production but like i i I made beats like right when i started rapping i was 13 on acid pro bootlegs and fruity loops i just ended up meeting bronze when i joined notes to self and he's such a like i think he's like a genius when it comes to this so like I, i'm i just kind of I, I produced for like another year after he helped me out on some stuff He was like here's how you sample vinyl and i'm like oh sick this is a napster you know what i mean <laughs> and then like uh it's so it's just been uh it's been super validating and freeing being able to like get your idea out how you want it and like melody comes a lot easier when you're singing over your own sensibilities you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah i think um what's special about it too as as a listener like um it's almost hard to explain like i'm I'm almost trying to find a word for a feeling but it feels like it's like just coming out of you so naturally from the music from the lyrics and almost not like trying too hard to be like i need to sound like this it's just like uh or like forcing anything it just i don't know if this was your process or but um did you just like kind of just get into like this flow state and just everything coming out of you <laughs> look at that
2: picture too most of self shit no i didn't show that. We never even put that art up um fire um <laughs> there's no context given um. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's okay <laughs> sorry you were saying and i and i totally uh, i was just saying um, I
0: um Or actually I, I was just even like a a second question to that it's like was this like a cathartic uh experience for you because it it felt feels like everything on this record so, is so just weird. coming out so naturally you know like well, it doesn't yeah, seem like it's forced like
2: 100 like i said touched on before but like the feeling of like your own sensibilities let things happen i had a lot of stuff that i needed to i needed to put in music because i couldn't be honest about it to myself um and so there's like a lot of like the sad songs like i like i don't i don't know how many rap songs like i've cried over like i have maybe when i was younger getting over a girl or something but like it's like this there was a lot of depth in terms of having to let myself feel but there's so much freedom in that, that when you start playing, it starts with you playing this melody and you're in, you're feeling like this, and then you start writing exactly what you're feeling. It's pretty like, I, I try not to beat around the bush a lot. Like there's at least gotta be a, a you know, if there's gonna be depth in the writing, it's, it's like, it's not gonna be to sacrifice what the first line sounds like or the first thing makes you think of, I want it to hit. So like, I, I feel like that stuff just kind of, it did come out naturally because I'm playing the melody. then. I'm singing what I would sing on that. And that pulls out this feeling, you know what I mean? And then the lyrics write themselves because I'm just shit. I have to say, you know what I mean? It's not, I'm not thinking of like barring, you know what I mean? Even if there are like good lines, it's not like I'm saying them bad. The writing's bad. It's just, it's a different thing than like, Yeah like then, than sitting down and, and, and trying to write like raps that are like, you know, profound and technical all at the same time. Like it's a lot more visceral, a lot more, it just comes out as take it as it, as it, as it happens. And like, that's sort of how I am on this album it's kind of like you got to take me as I am because I'm that the. it's like a journey on loving yourself and coming out of depression and learning your own value and and respecting yourself and treating yourself like the friend or that girl that you that you love you know what I mean mm-hmm. you know what I mean so yeah. that was important to me and I'm glad it came out that way man thanks
0: yeah definitely it's, it's like I connect to like a lot of the stuff you're saying on it and I think um even like I'm talking to so many people now, and as we record this interview in 2020, there's like the lockdown. people are getting way more introspective than ever, you know, And I find like uh, Japs
2: is in my bubble for the record.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. And um, I don't know, just like people are, are more open to do like the deep dive and stuff, and that's like what this album feels like. It's just kind of uh, like your thoughts and stuff, and I can see it just connecting with so many people, like, especially at these times, you know?
2: Yeah. I, I think it was, I mean, cause I, I've, I've, a lot of the songs like they're like, they started, the album started about two years ago and then it came out at a time that I wasn't really sure necessarily. Like none of us really, no one saw this coming. So like, I think it, there, there is a level of definitely like everyone's feeling this kind of isolation. And that is like an over underlined theme in this feeling. So like, I feel like that's, you know, not good timing. I don't think there's ever good timing for a pandemic, yeah. but I'm glad that people can kind of like have something to sit with and resonate with. It's, it's weird, like in the sense of like, I've never done music before that someone's gonna hit you and consistently be like, talk about how they felt when they listened to it. It's usually more like, I like this, I don't like this. It's not like, I, to that, I don't know, it's weird. So, so that, that's an interesting new feeling for me, you know, it'll yeah. affect somebody on that level.
0: Yeah, I, I strongly believe like, um, and I've, I've been thinking about it more now than ever. It's like the the type of energy you project is the type of energy you're going to receive. So I can totally right. see people like listening to a couple of these songs and just hitting you up being like, yo, like I like instead of being like, oh, I like this one bar. It was so hard or whatever. It's like, yeah. yo, oh, no, dude, this spoke to my soul because of like this reason and that reason. and." Like,
2: I feel like that's that's something I'm going to take with me forever, you know what I mean? So the next album after this is with my guy, Noam, uh, tentatively called Essex Boys. Uh, we live at Esse- on Essex Street. Um, it's also, a, never mind, there's a history of it. Uh, but,
0: um, <laughs> you can tell us the history, it's all good.
2: Oh man, there used to be a, kind of a neighborhood group around here from before I lived in that neighborhood. Went by that name. I didn't know that coming up with the name, it just kind of came out. In a line, and I just felt like I had heard it somewhere, and it's also like a Sean Bean gangster movie from England. You know what <laughs> okay, <I mean? laughs> So okay. I'm like, we're like, all right, like there you go, like cool, that's it, boys. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, But what I was, what, what I was getting that sort of is, just, and it's also, you know, it was a neighborhood group of of, of dudes from, uh, from from around the Essex area, right? So like, and Adam bombs with one of the young what young buck with those guys. So, you know, what I mean, I, I definitely like when I realized. I had to like hit my hit my guy and be like, yo, is this okay? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> but like, but uh yeah. So so I mean like just to get back to that, like I feel like I'm I'm taking this this kind of songwriting and trying to take that idea into that project too. And that project is straight up just like hip hop. You know what I mean? It's way more it's it's different, but it's not different. It's way more, I feel like what people maybe who had like listened to me and notes to self and BBRC were expecting and wanted to hear on my on a debut, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. or on on an album for me and I think everybody who's been hitting me about you know I I appreciate it a lot because I think the album stuck with people it just wasn't necessarily what they were thinking I'd do
0: yeah definitely Yeah, it was a
2: pretty hard left turn right Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: yeah and and not in a bad way you know I think uh, like I wouldn't say surprise, but uh, like you mentioned, it wasn't something I expected to, especially uh, yeah. how much you sing on it too, which is yeah, hella like more, than, more than half, yeah, for sure. Yeah, more yeah, than,
2: probably about seventy percent or something, right? Yeah. But so, like, I I feel like you know, just do the music you're feeling, do it when, when you love it, and and try to get it out reasonably fast so you still love it, and you're still sort of in that zone when it comes out. Um. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Like,
2: You've been taking that stuff to the. So I, I do some work too with um, in dance with like techno with my boy Hunter. Uh, I've done some like tech house shit with uh, him and Sean Frank, Will K, and a lot of the stuff that I'll do with Hunter specifically. Still, that techno is really rooted in emotion. So like like lyrics a lot of the time, and it's like I'm I'm learning that that world and just kind of you know you feel it out and have fun and like I've been having good responses in that, but it's it's another one of those things that kind of encourages you to just be you. Yeah. Um, so, I I don't know. Just taking that as a as a mentality in my life, even past music, and, and trying to just kind of like love the skin you're in and who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be able to he, take, be able to take those compliments from your boy Sean when he's like, "No, you're really good," and I'm like, oh, "Yeah, God, you're not I love you too, man. No, you don't love me." You know what I mean? Like,
0: that's usually like, how like our our conversations go. Like uh, I see you at an event, and then we get like. Twelve beers deep, and it's just—you're a really great guy, man. I want you to know that. I
2: appreciate. you. But uh, like, no, we always, don't even live too far from each other, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this gets good. yeah. Come over and play Marvel versus Capcom too. <laughs> I'm gonna kill oh. you.
0: <laughs> Let's go. Let's go.
2: Yeah, man. I, um, how you been, man?
0: Uh, I've been well. You know what? It's um, it's interesting. Like, cause I almost. I'm still trying to like process something like it's, you know, how, like, obviously it's been like a, a weird year and everything, but, um, it almost (laughs) feels like the world had to shut down for me to rethink things out and just shape the life that I wanted to live. Um, Mm -hmm. if, and that's the, that's the long story short of what's been going on with me, like beyond the podcast, um, getting, um, I don't know, some, um, some exciting things going on in the future with that um even around it um i fell into like a full time work job where it's just i'm doing creative work i'm filming i'm editing i'm producing like heavy comedy stuff and i'm getting a paycheck from that which before that was like non-existence and like getting little things going on with um the podcast and like i don't know i just feel like i had um a moment last week of just like a deep breath and so much appreciation of just the path right now because I feel like my journey like in the last like ten years has been like a lot of downtimes and pain and different twists and turns and stuff like that and almost like so much it's it's hard to even talk about like in a way and I know what
2: you mean casually getting into something like that is so weird to me still like even if it's like. I'm trying to get used to it, to just, you know, talk about my feelings and how I actually feel and my experiences and stuff or whatever, like whatever it might be, but like, I still have a really hard time, like even in doing interviews for this album, like like this sounds pretty deep like that cut and you're like yeah I did. it did hurt a lot <laughs> you know what I mean? and then yeah. you're like thinking about it like you're in a casual conversation you're like i'm just gonna go away for a minute um you know what i mean so like it's weird to kind of compartmentalize i don't think you have to necessarily i think it's just i'm learning like the people in, in my life that i want to have or people i can talk to about that yeah you
0: know I mean? for, for sure for sure and oh, I, I totally relate to that too man it's just like yeah. i find like the more you talk about it the easier it is too but i still like yeah. uh have these moments where it's like somebody will ask me oh how you doing like especially like in the past like handful of years and i'd I'd give them like this uh this uh fake answer like oh i'm great today blah 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 and then in the pit of my stomach it's like turning of like all this other fucking layers of shit And it's like i don't know I, i don't know if you're this style of personality but uh I tend oh, to like always it. want to give people like my best self, even when I'm not feeling good, if that makes any
2: sense. Yeah, no, totally. Totally. I, I think that like, that's like, I don't know. I, I feel like an immense pressure to be that guy that I think people want me want to see me be at least publicly, you know what I mean? And like, <laughs> that was a, that was a necessary voice crack. Um, <laughs> <for that moment. laughs> you know what I mean? But like, I feel like, um, you know, that's, that's part of the journey. At least for me, maturing is like just being real and like that doesn't, you're not always good. And that's okay. You know what I mean? And you can talk about it and then you can turn. I'm also a weird, I have a weird personality that definitely, not weird, but just the kind of person I am. Sometimes when I think about something and decide something, I just kind of 180 emotionally. So like Mm -hmm. I can kind of be like pretty upset and then I think about it in a different perspective and I'm like, nah, it's fine. And then I'm just fine. (laughs) which is weird sometimes yeah no no i totally
0: relate relate to that too But i have to
2: process it is what i'm getting i guess yeah
0: yeah yeah and and like like you just casually said and that's weird that's like my own um inner thoughts as well too it's just like when i'm overthinking like some actions are just like like uh maybe moments of like being fake like putting on like a happy face and then coming home and i'm just like um, like feeling like shit or whatever, yeah, it's like,
2: just, like I'm just gonna play Red Dead and cry, yeah,
0: you know I mean? yeah, you know. Like, I, I'm i gonna listen to the new Roshan <laughs> album, <laughs> listen
2: to the new Roshan album, and just like just that's the only thing moment.
0: that understands yeah. me right now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Track
2: right. seven, you understand me, yeah. Um,
0: but um, yeah, we've, we've been talking a lot <laughs> about like, um, I don't know, this evolved Roshan too, and I still kind of want to get like jump into like your history a bit too which oh
2: yeah for sure man
0: because um that's something like i generally like i don't i don't know a lot of it like um you mentioned like um kind of like your debut into the scene like was with no first
2: yeah with notes self i say 17 and then when i was like end of that year we put out uh, a 12 inch when i was still in high school i was going to city school alternative sick ass school like a good like legit Twenty percent of the of twenty percent maybe like a little bit less like of that population that school wrapped like and I didn't pick it up there, but like it was a good thing in supporting it, so like I joined the group, I was the young guy, like I'm seventeen, uh, I think the other guys were between three and five years older than me, you know what I mean, so it's myself, my older brother, swamp donkey, uh bronze one. Uh just goes by Bronze. There's Elixir. There's
0: the crew. For, for people right. watching this on the YouTube, actually, I want to mention, too, most of you guys are on iTunes wow. and Spotify. And uh, if you want to do me a favor, just hit the sub on YouTube. It's it's a brand. Yeah,
2: Notes to Self, man, too. Yeah. Go back and peek that. So we, you know, we did that. We took our trip, first trip down to New York, and I was like the young buck going down. So us, we were on one side, Notes to Self, and on the other, on the B side, um,
1: yeah, it's
2: so dumb, um, <laughs> 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 um, on the on the B side was this group or not B side but I think the other side was the Pangea project side and that's that was a group that was Kamau Equinox 199 natural and Yusine, Uh who excuse me are you seeing that I think he was going by he goes he was going by change I'm trying to remember he had a couple name flips around then um, but but uh yeah it was like a Pretty, pretty crazy project to be on because bronze was a really high level producer and he was really unique and because he was like learning how to do all this stuff on his own with his like within like pro tools or whatever after being like a tape to tape producer when he was when he was a little kid you know what i mean he ended up having this kind of canvas of samples from 17 18 places 20 places and like making this wild beat that was all not even metronomed out there wasn't two bpm and, like people would try to remix it and be like how do you do this and he'd be like i don't know i looked at it you know what I mean? And he's just like, that's how he was. You know what I mean? I love you get that. It, and you figure it out on your own, right? But that's a mm-hmm. great version of it. So he, um, so like, I, I kind of got brought into this as just a young rapper. And they were like, this guy's going to be really good. You know what I mean? And, and you know, shout out, no stuff. I got really good. Yeah, uh, they, they were, they were so, fucking
0: right, you know? <laughs>
2: you're right. But at the beginning, like, straight up, my brother was like out rapping me a lot, I, I think. You know what I mean? So, like, we were, we went down to New York and, like, promoted the vinyl and sold it at a bunch of places and, like, made some links. It was, I met, uh, this dude, Yeshua, the poet. who it was this group called We Be Foolish that were like amazing out of, uh, Brighton and, uh, Brighton beach, New York. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I had some, some pretty big moments with those guys. We did two album deals. We did one with BBE records who also had just put out, welcome to Detroit Dilla and like Pete's tremendous was like a big album for me when I was coming up and that was with them. So, you know, we, uh, we we ended up having a deal with them and the deal came together 2006 album came out, I think 2009. And it was like in that span of kind of submitting, finishing and getting stuff, the vinyl industry kind of went from like fluctuating to its last lights and it's, it's sort of come back in a different way now, but like DJ culture, like Serato just took over, Tractor took over and, and, and like even CDJs and stuff were becoming this regular thing. Right. So like, people weren't selling and buying vinyl as much. So our deal kind of changed from being this one that would have been like a very big, like instrumental album, ver- instrumental versions, our versions, all of it on vinyl, EP on vinyl to like, kind of like, you know, like we'll put out your LP on CD worldwide distro was still and whatever. And they're a big label, but it wasn't the same point. It's like, it was, it was an interesting time to come out. we are kind of, we've always had these moments of like being on the corner of navigating the new industry things, like yeah, right to- into blog rap. And then, where you figure that out and you come back again and it's like, nah, it's not that it's on some playlist shit now. And you're like, God damn it. management. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? like, yeah. That's a uh, whole
0: other side of things that people yeah, don't see as well. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. So with, with, with uh, notes, like, you know, we really looked up to guys like De La Soul, um, like groups that were like very much a group, like dilated peoples. We connected with dilated peoples and toured with them and have done like a bunch of work. We've worked with, you know, a lot of guys that are in that camp. Like, uh, you know, I went on, did a bunch of shows with Blue, uh, like uh, Fashion, who's like the homie and we've done a bunch of music together. We had a cut with Alchemist. Um, It's Mm -hmm. like that we had so much of that going on that at points we'd get like interview requests and they'd be like, can you meet here? And it would be in LA. And they just thought we were from Cali because we had that many features of those guys, but it was kind of just like- Oh, no way. That's the people that you have a genuine connection with because you're kind of about the same things Um, and like, I don't know. It was was a really, I mean, I I really value those years and like being in a group and kind of like the idea of for whatever the best project is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, You get to a point, I definitely had the urge to do solo shit before, but uh, you know, happens when it happens
0: yeah definitely it's it's cool yeah. to hear about like uh the reach you had too like uh, like where people thought you were from cali too i didn't know that yeah and that
2: was that was the wild stuff we didn't really even get out there much it was just like we were we were we were in canada but like a lot of the fan base ended up being kind of just like we like hip-hop you know what i mean so it's like mm-hmm. it, it resonates with those we resonate with guys like that too right
0: yeah yeah like you real, guys are real, kind real of real like the, the rappers rappers, yeah. rappers you know like who yeah <laughs>
2: It was weird that we really we were definitely like a group that like it was important to us to reach out to people that we respected and loved. So like we you know, we worked with uh like I was saying from Detroit, guys like uh uh young RJ, uh who's in BR Gunna and that was part of Slum Village. You know what I mean? Like you know, it was it was kind of important to like if you were gonna have a feature with somebody like to, to make it make sense for, for us and like what as all of us loved, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which ends up kinda like making sometimes a more cohesive feel uh in terms of like everyone's sensibilities has to line up for a project so i feel like that was something that like again formative shit that i think you know people kind of latch on to that sometimes you have an idea of like what something's going to be like you know what i mean and like oh man this this hits my sensibilities because i like that and i like day so now i like these guys
0: yeah yeah definitely and what was the vibe of um the scene back then um i remember when i first like entered toronto and like the hip-hop scene there was a there was like a term going around where people were calling uh, the city the screw face capital
2: yeah that's uh, theology coined that term yeah theology. yeah and even like as yeah. the
0: years go on like i i was like thinking about like just the last couple years um the vibe doesn't seem that way anymore it's like people. no it's
2: different yeah seem
0: like a family supportive but uh i kind of want to know just like uh what, what, what was, like, the feeling back then, like, going out, doing shows
2: and recording? It was like that, straight up. There was, like, a, a crabs-in-a-bucket, screw-face mentality in Toronto. It, was, it wasn't so much, like, it hits you in, like, two ways. There's a one way where it's, like, our crowds were harsh in a way that, like, even if New York crowds expect a lot from you, once you give them something they like, they will not be afraid to cheer. But, like, in Toronto, it was, like, you had to be so undeniably good that someone else had to look at someone else for a cosign to respect you. And, like, it was, like, it was a, that's a weird mentality going into to playing shows. Like, among the artists, it wasn't really, like, I would say there's hostility as much as there was a lack of, like, giving someone your link. You know what I mean? And that, like, guarded behavior, like, just doesn't help a scene grow. Yeah, you know I what mean? I mean? So you end up having these little pockets of guys that might kind of help each other but it's not like everybody getting together for the greater good of like your city you know what i mean so it felt like uh you know everybody was in a competition in high school or some shit. it felt weird yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: that's like that, interesting. That,
2: that was my experience anyway i tried to always foster the opposite feeling from people you know what i mean and especially later you know the older i got i'm just like man you got it. whatever i got you got it. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't hurt me. Doesn't hurt me if I'm giving like someone I think is dope a shot with a person I know. It just makes me look, good. yeah. You know, from that perspective. But also, just like, why wouldn't you do that if that's your boy?
0: Yeah. The uh, the petty shit that never pays off, you know, in a way. And uh, it's yeah. interesting. Uh, I don't know. One person who's coming to mind right now who is like uh, has like the opposite uh, vibe of that and just puts on everybody is uh, Junior T and Reese. Yeah like all his albums and stuff like it's all features of like whether it's it's somebody uh you know or somebody who unheard of he's just giving everybody a chance and it's kind of like a a beautiful uh little like pocket of the toronto hip-hop scene i always think about too because like a lot of these people who are on like his album studio monk they're getting like uh, juno award nominations and just like
2: that's the thing. It's, like, just a perspective that he understands that's, like, if he wins a Polaris, he wins a Juno, every, like, 30 people win it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, a big portion of not just our city, but, like, Brampton. I mean, he's from Saga, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Toronto, all are getting on. And, like, you know, he's just – he's had that mentality. Like, I think my mind, out would say the right mentality throughout his whole life. He's just been, like – you're right. He's, like, legitimately the embodiment of the opposite of that. He's – stems of known Junior T. He's just given – all his links, all his, all his support at at any point, you know what I mean? And I think that that's like a, that's, I think that's why when he gets on like that, it's like, everyone's really happy about it, but in some ways it's like, is that's, maybe that's not that surprising because that's kind of just the right way to move. If you're that, if you're talented and you're not nervous about sharing, why would you be nervous about sharing? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird thought. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And even right now I'm thinking of like um, guys like you and him who have that spirit too. It's like, you guys are still doing it like there's longevity to that attitude you know where like a lot of like the people i met like when i first moved here who who were just kind of just very cold and not open it's just like i'm the best fuck everybody else i don't see them making songs anymore or like i don't know it's just yeah um,
2: and they're in a- they're in a different industry now you know what i mean they buttoned up and have desk jobs and shit and want to i don't know like there gets to a point where it's like you get into a point in any industry i think where it's like if it's like an entertainment thing or something you're chasing because you have you feel like you have to do it. Like eventually some of these like shitty people fall out because it's just like they're not in it for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if they're gonna be snakes, they're gonna be expert ones now. So you gotta watch out. But <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll bite ya. <laughs> but a lot of the softy snakes they're out. They have they done been stepped on. Came mm-hmm. out with the grass cut. Yeah, yeah. Mow that lawn. Yeah facts. Drop yeah, gems nice. on mow that lawn. Man, I've been so serious all interview. Damn damn it Sean, I gotta be a dork.
0: <laughs> no we're we going deep <laughs> no, we're
2: gonna go deep in the dork mobile let's do it <laughs> yeah
0: no this is is like always it's always fun to catch up with you and everything and uh even like uh i'm thinking in the timeline of like when i met you and it was through battle rap scene king of the dot you were you were the judge at most events and I think
2: uh I <laughs> such I remember I had such easy decisions every time they made me judge, it would always be like one guy would just choke and I'd be like, and yeah, it goes to the other guy. You know
0: I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go drink my beer over anymore. here.
2: And then they're like, you gotta like and then you have to like do a real thing. The real bad judge was when uh I was one of the judges on Head Ice versus Rome.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. And, and uh, everyone
2: he, hated me for that one.
0: Yeah, so for people who don't uh watch uh, battle rap, this was a <laughs> Very controversial decision. It was for the was title. title match.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, Sorry, from Philly, head ice from, uh, from New York. Yeah. Um, Harlem. Yeah, Harlem, New York. And uh, yeah, lots of, there's like this, this league too, King of the Dot for people who don't know. It's he, lots of viewerships, like lots of these, uh, these big battles. They'll like get a million views and stuff like that. And so I didn't know you were the judge on that one.
2: I was one of seven judges, but okay. six six out of seven judges gave it to headaches, and the fans yeah. did not like that. Or some yeah, of the King of the Dot fans. I stand by it. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, oh, you kind of plug in. You cut out for a second. Um,
2: uh, I got plug you know, in one second, brother. Yeah, yeah, no
0: problem, no problem. Enjoy the art,
2: everyone. It's
0: beautiful. Those are great
2: pieces. Are are most of your interviews this spazzy? <laughs> um.
0: No, I'd say no, but this is cool. <laughs> this is very Roshan of an interview. This is this is what the show's all about.
2: Yeah, I think I got higher than I expected. I'll be honest. <laughs> I <just laughs> smoke yeah. a lot of weed on a regular basis. And, <laughs> uh, like a couple months ago, I've really cut back, and now I'm like Jabs gave me some. Like it was like a, it was a mix, and now I'm a little like I think I'm. That's why you're getting you know. so. Oh, energy. <laughs>
0: This this is awesome though. We're just relaxing. Yes. I'm I actually cracked a craft beer because I listened to name and number today.
2: Oh yes. <laughs>
0: Sipping that Canadian
2: craft. <laughs> so Right in that stadium rat. Thanks, Jeff.
0: After that uh that head ice and and roan moment, uh did you get like a lot of backlash or anything or did you just only
2: I mean like not a lot lot. Like I didn't yeah. watch the dirtbag Dan show that week. You know what I mean? Like straight away, I was like, I know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know what I mean, like I think I got like kind of lampooned by by Brett uh by Laughing stock a little bit in it. Uh but it was like, you know, good fun and shit. It was more just like some friends of mine are like, you're crazy. I was like, Am I? I don't know. Everyone else voted that way too. So yeah, like, yeah,
0: it's wow. not only you,
1: but you know I mean? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was funny, too. I remember, uh, I, can't remember what, I think it was Ness. Someone was like, you know, I'm going to give this. He was like, I'm going to give this to, like, Roan. But, like, really, I give it to Head Ice. I just didn't think Roan should get 7 <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Were.
0: Yeah. I don't know. And then something that's interesting, I notice about Battle Rap, too. And there's been a lot of, like, controversy in, like, the Twitch era now, which is going on right now with judges. But um, there's actually, like, a different feeling While you watch it in the room, than when you're watching it on video, which.
2: 100%. Yeah.
0: And I see something that's like palpable,
2: like in a different way. Yeah, like yeah, like when you're like in a room, there's guys that I you watch battle rap if you if you're like kind of a junkie like I am for the stuff, and you're like ah, don't get it. Then you're in a room when you see that guy live, and you're like oh I fucking get it. You know what I mean? And it's, it's like there's a level of presence sometimes, just straight up volume. You know what I mean? Like where someone is just like, that's, that's what they, I I do this. And it's really undeniable in a different way. It becomes less about the content and more about, you know, who this person is.
0: Yeah, definitely. And even I notice as like a filmer. <laughs> and that's and, uh, why I try to
2: present myself as a really sad rapper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on. But, um, kind of, kind of back, back, to back that point with, uh, the in room and video energy, I see it as like, I'll film something at an event and I'll come back uh, with, with the footage. And uh, we recently like yeah. shot like uh, something uh, I can't say on the mic, but I'll tell you after the interview. But again, another battle, like a little secret thing. Ooh. And um, there was like uh, one person's performance and everybody like in the room was like, ah, uh, that was, that was kind of meh. And then I fucking played it when I got home on the screen and I'm like, yo, this, this doesn't look as bad as I thought it was or everybody else was, like, talking about. Like, I don't know. It's weird how shit, like, translates like that, too. It's like uh, you don't get the in-room. Yeah, uh, man. For it's, better or it's worse. It's really weird, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's strange. But, uh, yeah, I can see why. It's, it's like, weird. Like, like, you'll be in a
2: room sometimes and you can watch it back. And, and, uh, and when you watch the footage back, it feels different live. Mm-hmm. or sorry it feels it just feels different when you watch it recorded like you're kind of like oh like did i get it wrong you know what i mean but then you remember like no nah, you like you have to kind of trust your stuff i'm going round by round i'm doing whatever it is right or in not in the not even in battle rap terms but just like seeing performances live there are people who are just like they're live bands you know what i mean like some of your favorite bands might not even have the the, the one of their classic albums as much as they're just like they're great live
0: yeah yeah and even like uh for people who Aren't into the battle rap thing. Another thing to compare to it is like if you go to a concert and you pull out your phone and you're like, "This is the best moment ever," and then you go watch it later, and it just like doesn't translate the same way. You know, it's like the energy gets lost when. Uh, and, it's just
2: like fireworks on your phone. You know what I mean, like it's that shit, right? It's like it's not yeah. cool. You know what I mean? Like enjoy the moment, live. You know what I mean? Like part of that is like you got to let some stuff go. You don't need to document everything. That's what your brain is for so like if, if you don't have my I don't know I'm I'm not that guy to have my camera ready it's like not second nature for me to shoot stuff for Instagram you know what I mean it's like yeah. I have to kind of like be like oh yeah I gotta take a picture of me look it matches my shirt bro you know what I mean <laughs> like, <you're just> like, <laughs> yeah. when those opportunities arise but I'm not I'm not regular with it I have other people in my life that I trust that are better at it to be like what do we do this and I go sure you know what I mean like And I try to like in in places that I I know I'm not good to like lean there because like for me I just want to I want to be in the moment. Yeah. Like,
0: and that's important. And I feel like kind of like this generation is. Yeah, you got to be present,
2: bro. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. All these Um. whippersnappers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they want they want the online cloud. (laughs) And even like I find like, oh man, do you remember that uh, app called Clout?
0: Um, I remember the name. I don't. I don't know what it is though. It was.
2: It was like your combined Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook scores or something gave you a number of basically popularity and you could get into certain clubs if you had a, a clout number high enough. And it was like the worst thing in the world, in the world of social media has done in a while. It was like so shit. Black Mirror, That's Black Mirror. You're right. But it was like pre-Black Mirror. It was like, oh man, Black preface. All right. <laughs> i'm I'm disgusted um, by that
0: but but yeah like 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 he said black mirror too it's like the social points and stuff and that's so fucking strange and like i don't know i'm still trying to process but this this conversation is making me miss like going out into like live shows like so much and just like sinking in that energy
2: man i had my 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 first headline like big gig as a solo up in Toronto for, the, for this project coming up and I had to cancel it. Wow. And it was like in the beginning of April, I think, you know what I mean? And we are just kind of like, well, it's already almost fucked. You know what I mean? We're two weeks out, yeah. we're a week out, we just gotta can it. But like, wow. it's, it's a, man, like I was excited to, to rock and like, that's like, yeah, man. I, man, I like going out and like hanging out with people, meeting strangers. It's like, will that feel the same? yeah like when it's safe or you feel safe I don't know
0: yeah we'll we'll have to see. I know I'm definitely developing uh a lot of like social awkwardness and which was is bad because I'm already socially awkward enough like prior to the pandemic, <laughs> like what the fuck is <laughs> <So, laughs>
1: it's it's
0: gonna be like interesting, <laughs> but uh I'm actually like excited uh when this whole thing blows over, and I think like uh artists like you who uh haven't been on the stage for that long, you guys are just gonna be going nuts out there, like just all that pent up, no performance. Like,
2: give it. Guys, I'm gonna try my best. I'm gonna put my best foot forward. I'm gonna try real hard. I'm gonna gonna try to rap real, real good. Super (laughs) fast. I'm gonna put my my I'm gonna put my push myself to my limit physically and emotionally.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just die on stage.
2: Burn it down. I really want you to go check out my show. I'm on public access right now. We're going to be performing. I'm going to try real hard. Yeah. I almost spit Best out my yeah. <laughs> Shout out to public Best access. Four. Best foot four. Man.
0: You know what? If there was no internet, I'd totally, be, I'd totally have my own public access
2: show, eh? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, 100 P, you would, yeah. You would be UHF. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? That, that sounds and, exciting. I, I feel like I'm in the wrong are way.
2: Are we missing our lane in public access? I think television? so. Should we bring it back? Should we do pirate. Should we make a pirate television station?
0: Yes, we
2: should. We should.
0: <laughs> I feel like um. <laughs> Where's this interview going? <laughs> I love. He paused it. Paused
2: like he could do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you heard Jebs? He goes. He paused like he could do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I, I actually thought about it. I'm like. <laughs> but who's gonna watch like my grandma? Like who has a TV anymore?
2: everybody's like yeah. on their cell phones. Oh cameras. man, I don't even. I have a TV, but I leave it on top of an of an actual organ that is just like a, <laughs> it's like like a little guy, whatever, right? But it's like an electric organ that like was just left in my home and I inherited. Like we all have it, right? So I was just like, I'll just put my TV on top of this, and then like I play some I playing Rocket League on it. I don't know, watch movies, hook it to my laptop, on Netflix, <laughs> Disney plus I don't cable yeah i miss yeah. sports though i miss like just kind of having the, having the option to turn on a raptors game and not having to go find the right stream and shit
0: yeah that, that was like the only thing that was like keeping television alive you know if you're like a sports fan it's like that li- that live shit uh i think you froze uh or i'm freezing um okay we back we back <laughs> actually maybe we can uh we can uh, you know, we're gonna have
2: such a good makeup interview after this
0: Oh, yeah. Actually, I, I, you know what? This is going to be awesome because I'm going to edit it and it's going to have like all the good points in here. But um, I guess we can, uh, we can close out. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. You're going
2: to take out all the stuff that
0: doesn't make sense? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. All the little freezing and stuff like that. This is going to be the best conversation they ever heard, Rosh. Man,
2: you know what? I feel like as conversations go, like people don't need to look any further than me and my man Sean
0: no that's facts if they can really make- trying our
2: best we're, put, we're gonna put our best foot forward all heart doing it giving it
1: yeah
0: over,
2: over the top heart just really setting our minds to it
0: just laying it out on the table out. that's There's one thing that direction. i always appreciated about seeing you at these venues and stuff like that it's like uh yeah. i don't know some people will be like all talking like a so serious about battle rap and stuff and we we like have a beer and it's just like how is life and like it's just like <laughs> these beautiful like moments like we're we're not even like the same energy like everybody's all like kind of like hostile and intense and we're just like i don't know it's it's interesting our uh, our friendship i love it it's refreshing to me on my end too
2: yeah yo uh if you haven't seen sean sirianni is it a battle oh no you know what he has a rap battle
0: yeah um that uh that meant a lot of me that you stood in my corner
2: my guy, you made you made it easy (laughs) this guy's a killer
0: i was winging it i was so scared
2: dude i'd be scared man i'd do this full time i don't want to battle like that you know what i mean it's just like the nerves of like being him you know, i'm just gonna come in i'm just gonna rap now you know in front of everybody this one time if i fuck it up once and never get to do it again like, like yeah. the best no, thing all,
0: all day i kept saying to people it's me, like, i like
2: writing songs you get to do them a bunch of times
0: yeah yeah i was i was uh i was saying like it was funny all day i kept telling people it's like yeah i'm doing one round in the battle royal and everybody thought I was joking because I'm usually like very sarcastic. And then I remember like being in the ring and you grabbed me. And you're like, you're actually doing this. It's like,
2: yes, yes.
0: Oh, man. That- yeah,
2: I, was, I was just the right amount of drunk for that moment too. It was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that meant a lot. That was, that was a I lot. I was like, I was like,
2: just coming together.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I was. Yo, man. Yeah. That's, that's something I've got never- a career in battle rap if you want to do it. Uh no,
0: I I don't think think it's like a a passion, you know. It's just something uh it was it was up on the table and uh I just wanted to do it as a challenge, like mentally and everything and uh I feel like I had fun with it. And I had a little moment and uh like my rap name was One and Done. <laughs> We're going to keep it at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm retiring undefeated Roshan.
2: Yeah.
0: I i I know you you said this like on the
2: I think you should double or nothing you should you should come back as an artist named double or nothing yeah trying yeah. to get one more win
0: one more I'd fuck it up man I'd...
2: no you <laughs> don't you're fucking up the bag double or nothing
0: yeah yeah, don't or double. maybe get maybe it i'll then I'll you come do back, like, third
2: times the term you're trying to get your record to two and one yeah,
0: <laughs> and then that's how you become a full time. rapper. It's, it's, it's,
2: it's, yeah hundred I'm, I'm trying to trick you into it <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no no but uh, but yeah it's a, it's a beautiful scene and I'm so happy like uh, you know. a lot of the people I met through it like yourself and everything and um, before we take this interview home, uh, let, let people know where they can can find your music and uh, where they can follow you on social media and all that I,
2: uh, I'm on social media I'm on Instagram as Roshan BBRC. Facebook page like that too uh and then on twitter i'm roshan nts so it's bbrc and nts reminds me because it's nose to self um bbrc because you know big brolic like rope chains
0: <laughs> you cut ca- uh, you kind of <laughs> cut out with a couple <laughs> things there but uh i'll just plug all your shit in the intro so it's all good
2: all right man and also yeah. roshan is like that's my name on spotify you go check out bbrc music as well uh, a couple joints and some more stuff coming out of Australia with our guy Plutonic Lab. So check out the record and projects on swing as in Wayne's world. Schwing.
0: Yeah. Oh, and that's so fire that like the tunes you uh-huh. guys are making, uh, Mrs. That's right. <laughs> So fucking good.
2: <laughs> Yo, man, that's the world wins. You know, got to move over to Wayne's world. Cause BBRC has already been on their like 90210 stuff for a long time. Right. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. So I'll plug that, I guess. And, um, yeah man sorry about the connection at the end here or maybe no, I shouldn't say sorry, but thank you for uh dealing with it yeah um, yeah
0: no problem it's, and, it's uh yeah it sucks that uh sometimes there's like little choppy moments, but at the same time it's like it's so nice to see you and just like hear your voice and shoot the shit and kind of pick your brain about this Thanks, this new album which is uh it's very special to me like I'm not just saying that because you're a friend it's uh, something that's connecting with me and i'm ha- i'm so happy i get to uh get to share it with people in uh, the, the the very tiny community I have who listens to this show.
2: Appreciate you a lot for that. It means the ton. It means a ton. <laughs> it means the ton. Means um, the ton. <laughs> and uh, yeah. no. and thank you for, for you know for sharing it with your audience. And guys I appreciate everybody out listening and you know and like if you know me then also thank you for you know listening to me talk for a long time. If you're my mom's, don't be disappointed that I smoked weed and drank on this. When I, when you when you get the link, you know you know what I'm like. You know what I'm doing. It's not every day. Don't sweat it. Okay, I'm just doing my best out here. Um, <laughs> Steam Whistle Brewery, pretty good brewery. You know what I'm saying. I say I'm heard it. when you go to the brewery, it tastes better right from the tap. But I don't know if anyone's doing that right now. I hope everyone's okay. And Sean, I'll let you, bro.
0: Yeah, love you too, man. Let's end with a cheers, virtual.
2: Cheers! Shout out to Elixir, best graffiti writer in the history of the world. Where'd he go? Uh, there he is. Right. Right. I'm in there somewhere. <laughs> we in this? Yeah.
3: Sippin' the Canadian crap, right in that stadium rap, whoa, hey. don't mean any offense, send a young lady on back, whoa, man, we got a on tap, Mixing with the Emmy on a headache on that, gone, smoking that Canadian gas, I will be on heavy contact, whoa, yeah, she so a fake name, when she met me, got a real name, with a number, Spend a whole day, in the bedroom, I will not name, Who's the song for, sippin' the Canadian right. wrote the song 80 odd times, whoa for the 80yard line, touch down any old time I was in the air, just like the L that y'all like waking up any your night right in that fire child so thinking all night they can start taking your advice hey. give a say name when she met me got a real name with a number spend a whole day in the bedroom I'm will not name who's on for. get a say name when she met me got a real name with a number spend a whole day in the bedroom I'm will not name who's on for. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Hey. Breathing the Canadian cold, See the breath out of your nose. Whoa. Uh, and I'm dripped down on my toes. Why do miss wearing my clothes? Whoa. Hey. Whoa. So many area codes on the Terry I.O. And I feel like Stan Rogers in front of my home. Like, whoa. Uh, Canadian go. Trying to get boss, like i 80 years old She so gave a fake name when she met me Got a real name with a number Spend a whole day in the bedroom I will not name Who's so far Meet me at Canadian Tide Filling up the radio fly uh. Ain't nobody working inside Ain't nobody working this job You can lap dance on me like any RD I don't think anyone mind But everyone knows, going knock unless anyone dies Whoa, <laughs> yeah She so gave a fake name when she met me Got a real name with a number, Spend a whole day in the bedroom. I will not name who so song for. Give a fake name when she met me. Got a real name with a number, Spend a whole day in the bedroom. I will not name who the far for.